T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Matt dodges the punt. Gets a high snap. Gets it away. It's a knuckler. Jackson takes it at the 35. Picks it up. Looks for running room. He's at the 40. He's at the 45. Well, December 19th, 2010, MetLife Stadium. Everybody knows that play. Let's check in with Steve Politti, our friend from the Newark Star-Ledger. Steve, where were you that day? What was your vantage point? Oh, was there. Yeah, it was there. <laughs> Press box. Remember it well. That yeah. was something else. Um, so, Eagles-Giants tonight. I want to start with the, with the really easy two-part question, which is Daniel Jones got drafted number six, I believe, in 2019. One pick ahead of Josh Allen. And before this season was pretty much viewed as a failed pick, but not now. He's had a very good season, was brilliant against the Vikings last week. So the easy two-part question is, what's been the cause of the turnaround, and what's his future in New York? Yeah, you know, I think he's finally gotten good coaching. You know, I mean, it's as simple as that. And, and you know, Brian Dable, of course, is the, is the guy who, who helped turn Josh Allen into Josh Allen. Of course, Obviously, Josh Allen had a lot to do with himself, but to finally have a guy who could take advantage of, of what, what Daniel Jones does well, to give him a system that, you know, that takes advantage of what strengths that this team has. And I think that Daniel Jones, in a lot of ways, figured it out. He's not turning the ball over, which was the big problem his first two years. You know, he's only got four or five interceptions this year. He's cut back on, on the fumbles. Uh, the other big question was, could he stay healthy? He's been healthy the entire year. So that, that made, that's a big difference, too. Uh, and you can see what he does, what he's been able to do using his legs, that adds another dimension to to that offense. Uh, his future, I think they're they're going to bring him back. You know, it depends on what level of contract the two sides can agree on. But I think there's got to be some fair medium, some three year, hundred million dollar deal that 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 kind of gets to you know gets both sides in a position where they they think they could they could uh, do well with that. I do wonder though, it's a good question. Like, does playoff success make that to the point where now Daniel Jones is going to command an even longer deal? I think that's going to be the big question in the offseason, whether or not his side will look for something that, you know, one of the mega, mega deals you're seeing with quarterbacks. Steve, it's Mike. What is Hi, it? Mike. Hey, uh, what is it about Dable that makes him such a good coach? Is it connecting with players? Is it his strategic approach to offense or defense or both? What, what is it about him that's allowed him to kind of turn the Giants around here? 
Yeah, I, I think the first part is he has definitely connected with the players in a way that, you know, Joe Judge and before him, Pat Shermer, Ben McAdoo, I mean, they haven't had exactly, you know, murderous row in the last few years. I think that's the first part, but I do think there's just a, there's a, there's a, there's a scheme, scheme part of it too, uh, a strategy part of it, you know, and it, it comes down to just getting, finally building around what this team's strengths were. I mean, this is not a great roster. Um, you know, there hasn't been a lot of talent on offense, and they they just found a way to take advantage of of the good stuff that they have. And you've seen you've seen you know not quite to the Minnesota Vikings level of winning in close games, but they've been really good in close games. And I think that's part part of the fact that this team is adaptable. Uh, they change things. Dable change changes things on the fly. Uh, he's come up with good game plans, and he's a good in game coach too. You know, I mean, like this season only started because he had the guts. Uh, to go for two against Tennessee at the end of that game and, and called the perfect play to just steal one on the road in Nashville. If not for that, I don't think they're sitting here in the playoffs. Steve Politti is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter at Steve Politti, P-O-L-I-T-I. All right, finish this sentence for us, if you would. Uh, and we'll get your pick on the game in a little bit. But finish this. If the Giants are going to win tonight, it's because of? Uh, Jalen Hurts plays poorly. That's what I think. Is okay, the, so it's on the Eagles job. to lose the game, yeah, you're I saying. Think, yeah, I think that the defense, if Wink Martindale comes up with something, uh, if, 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 I just, I just, you know, just because I think the Eagles are just a lot better. And I, I wrote this when I get, I get it, it's not the same team that's in December, but I wrote a sentence after that game when, when the Eagles blew them out 48-22 that I'm not sure there's a single position group where the, the Giants have an advantage. Like I couldn't come up with one. Maybe running back, but I'm, I'm not sure that you know if you had the choice between you know Miles Sanders or or Saquon Barkley, you wouldn't pick you wouldn't pick the Eagles guy. So, um, and I, so I just think it comes down to are they going to be able to force him into to make some mistakes? Are they going to win the turnover battle? Uh, you know, and, and is he going to struggle in with, in the playoffs? You know, with the pressure on in the playoffs. I think that's kind of the big thing. I don't I don't think he will, but I think that's kind of their best way. I mean. I don't think uh, they can win a shootout against this team. Um, I think, you know, as good as Daniel Jones played in Minnesota, he's going to have a much more difficult time uh, running the ball, and he's going to face some pressure from the Eagles' defense. So I think it just comes down to that. They're going to make the most mistakes. So, Steve, one of the, I think, one of the reasons for kind of uh, anxiety in the Philadelphia region over over this game is that the Eagles haven't been at full strength and, and people haven't seen them at their best maybe since that Giants game. You know, they won the following week against the Bears, but then Hurts got right. injured and they, you know, I think we it's safe to say they were holding back against the Giants in that final regular season game. You've covered the Giants and the Jets for, for a while. You've been around football for a long time and you've seen situations where teams, you know, enter the playoffs hot or enter the playoffs as the number one seed. Uh is there any kind of conclusion that you draw or, you know, perspective you might have to, to look at the Eagles and say, oh, okay, th- this is something uh, that Philly fans should be worried about or they shouldn't be worried for these reasons? You know, I think absolutely it is a valid concern. You know, you look in giant, the recent Giants history, the, their, their best team was probably that 2018 that lost to the Eagles, 23-11. I get it, you know, like Kyle Burr shot his leg off at a <laughs> nightclub. That certainly didn't help. That's right. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, you think about it when you're at 11-1 in, in November, that's not when you want to be at your best. You want to be at your best now. So uh, I can certainly understand the concern. Yeah, I don't know, though, you know, you've, but how many times have you seen the exact opposite? I guess is the question. Like, how many times has, has a fan base been worried and you get to the playoffs and now they've had 
basically three weeks to, to rest, to, to make sure Jalen Hurts is healthy, to come up with a game plan. I mean, I have to imagine that puts him in a better position than, than the Giants having to travel to Minneapolis on Sunday, a short week, the whole thing. You know, I mean, I, if you were to take one of the two positions, you'd rather have the home game on essentially three weeks rest than what the Giants are going through. So, you know, I, I, I do wonder. I, I think this would be the kind of game where both for the Eagles' sake and for the fan base' sake, they come out and, and take an early 7 nothing, 10 nothing lead. That certainly would, you know, would be a uh, would make a lot of uh, people's anxieties uh, ease up a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree that, that I understand why they're worried. I think you. I think you read it pretty well. All right, Steve. I I, I want to transition, if I may, to something you wrote this week. But uh, I'm going to do it by playing a clip um, from earlier in the week that Dexter Lawrence uh, said up there about. Um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. It's him talking about his mom going to the game tonight. You know, I know that fans going to be out there, and you know, I hope we travel well. How do you describe that environment? Like he said, gritty. Uh, Hard nose. I told my mom she can't come to the games because <laughs> uh, she get go back at them. But um, it should be fun, and I'm excited. All right. Um, I don't. I you wrote a piece earlier this week, and you you found all the familiar tropes. I'll give you credit for that. Seventy six <laughs> reasons to hate Philadelphia. I'm just going to read the beginning. And then maybe one or two others and kind of get you to explain your thought process here other than poking a stick at us. Uh, This is specifically for readers who live above exit 7A on the New Jersey Turnpike. This is for everyone who will not be among the Santa booing. Really? Really with the Santa? You know that was 1968, right? Uh, it's decent, uh, though. Uh, Think about the how long the universe has existed. Good comeback. Santa booing, horse punching, stadium jail needing, WIP drunk dialing. Hey, that, that's us. <laughs> Those are our people. Audience, F- fans swarming the parking lot hellscape outside Lincoln Financial Field in their tattered AstroTurf green jerseys this weekend. Well, you got seven of them right there. Right there. Yeah. Um, the, uh, your basis f- for uh, deciding to uh, write this and stir it all up? Uh, just have some fun. And uh, I talk, I talk to Sulski understands this. It's like when you're when you're doing the playoffs, you've got to come up with you know four or five column ideas a week. And then when you're covering an underdog, you kind of shoot you shoot your load in the first week because you don't know <laughs> they're going to be there the next week. And then they win that game. You're like, oh boy, we got to come up with five more ideas. So you can only imagine the boat I'm going to be in if they beat if they win this game. But yeah, just to have some. And the fans took it with it. They really, uh, I had a lot of just really funny responses and oh, replies. Yeah. And, and some of them were like really like one guy. They take a, they take offense to like one thing in particular. Well, I'm like about to do that. Their, I, I'm, I'm actually going to say. Yes, three in a row. Hold on, because you you did <laughs> your number sixty one through sixty three. <laughs> Will Smith is from Philly. Yeah, well, okay, I guess the slap, but okay. Yeah. Michael Buffer, too. Michael Buffer's our friend. Who are you getting, Michael Buffer? Larry Fine, the least funny stooge. Larry yeah. Fine yeah. was the was the subtle stooge. Larry Fine was the literate stooge. Why would you take a shot at Larry Fine? I, I got an email, 800 words, explained to me why he was the true genius of the three stooges. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, well, I, you got my, I, I'm glad I was you got my say, letter. I'm Glenn back now. I can only reply, you're absolutely right, sir. You're, I mean, if you're going to put that much thought into this email, I can only say, you got me. I only have 75 right. reasons now. And, and I just have two more, and then I'll turn it over to Mike for a while. Mm-hmm. 
Hall and Oates met in Philly. You do not take a shot at Hall and Oates in this town. <laughs> you don't. And you could tell you could tell I was out of I was out of ammunition at that point because yeah. I had to list Hall and Oates independently, right? I yes, I noticed both, that. Sixty seven and sixty eight. And then yeah, you go so here's my favorite one because it relates to Mike specifically. As for Wawa's, okay, fine, thanks for those. Oh, that killed but me. Cheese <laughs> that are killed me. You gotta love the Wawa. Come on. Uh, I, I don't. I, I can love a lot about Wawa. I don't have to love everything about Wawa. The two that bothered me were yeah. uh, the Palestra is a dump. Yeah, that was probably overstated. A little bit, yeah. and then you made you made a reference to a training room in the Spectrum, which would right. have been funny if the Spectrum still existed. Is it did they build they build those? They yeah, that? yeah. Um, so I'm sure the DNA still about fifteen years ago. Rubble. Yeah. There's still some Dave. There's still some Dave Schultz teeth in whatever rubble was knocked down, though, right? I would think if, so. If I yes. dug there in the ground, you would find some some evidence of, uh, you know, of, of Dave Brown's. Uh, there's fit. something. There is, and, and it's there. you know, it's funny, Steve. Glenn and I were talking about this early in the show, and I made the the point that New York, in some ways, is as a sports market, can kind of be whatever it wants to be in some respect. Yeah. You know, there is the element of. We are New York. We are the town of the Yankees and greatness, and we are the cultural and, and financial capital of the world. And then I think your sensibility as a as a columnist certainly tends more toward the North Jersey market, you know, connected to New York. And that North Jersey market is much more Philadelphia like, I think, in its sensibilities. Yeah, no question. Yep, absolutely. We have more in common with you guys than we probably do with whoever's living in Battery Park. You're not completely correct. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. Steve, it, it, it yeah. is a really fun and funny and, and outrageous column, which uh, I enjoyed. Steve Politti, follow him uh, at Steve Politti on Twitter, uh, NJ Advanced Media, and the um, uh, Newark Star Ledger. Thank you. Not the Bergen. And, can Excuse I just me. say one more thing? And yeah. Gritty, Gritty, if you're listening, Gritty, I, I apologize. You really. That was an unnecessary shot, too. And it's just jealous because we don't have good mascots up here. We don't. No, you don't. don't have one. Yankees don't have one. Can you imagine if the Jets had a mascot? Holy cow. No, the closest. Be a disaster. The, the, the closest two you have are Mr. Met, who's not very good. Oh, terrible. No, baseball just, head. And and Patrick Warburton for the New Jersey Devils, you know, <laughs> the putty on Seinfeld. He's a mascot. Absolutely. You know, he embraces it. Yes. Got to support the, the team. <laughs> uh, real quick, Steve, what's your prediction tonight? I'm going with uh, the Eagles by, I don't know, give me like a, a 31-21 kind of game. That yeah. sounds like a very good score. Actually, yeah, almost we'll identical to mine. Steve, yeah. a pleasure. We'll have you again. Thanks so much. Thanks, gentlemen. Enjoy. Take care. All right, there you go. Thanks, Stevie. He's he's a terrific columnist. He is absolutely uh, a must-read up there if you care at all or are interested in it at all in the New York sports teams. Um, and I like him in part because he doesn't like writing about baseball. Um, he just won't do it, you know? I know. And I think that takes guts in, New- in the New York market to say, I'm not writing about baseball. Uh, yeah, but you're talking to, I'm an old team. I love reading about baseball. I love writing about baseball. I love watching baseball. I know you and I have discussed it among mm-hmm. the four sports. You have baseball as your number four. Yes, now I do. But, uh, you know, I have hey. baseball now as as my number two. And it's many, many years been my number one. I'll say this, Glenn, the, yeah. the opportunity to watch Trey Turner every day yeah. uh, and the rules changes that are coming to the sport 
uh, may move end up moving baseball up on my list. We'll Rumor see. has it you may have a Trey Turner uh, column uh, coming down the pike. I do, in fact. Uh, I went down to Raleigh last week to uh, talk to people about him because he had uh, gone to college at NC State. So nice. that'll, that's on the agenda. Looking forward to that. All right, let's sneak in Kevin in Quakertown. Before the break, Kev, what do you think? Hey, how you doing? This is uh, – how you doing, guys? Yeah, Good. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles are a two-touchdown uh, winner. Um, I don't really see any need for the Debbie Downers to get upset like they are. You know, hear a lot of it. My big question was for you guys is this. You know, we don't hear much about uh, the third-string quarterback book. Uh, I'm not saying that we want to invite him into a playoff game. What? But um, let's say, for instance, if something would happen that Jalen couldn't finish a game. No, no. Do we no, bring back? No. No. You, no. you, have, you have no Do choice. We? This kid's never played it down. No. no. Tr- no. Trust me, Kevin. Um, the Eagle, If Jalen Hurts were to get injured again to the point that he couldn't play, it's going to be Gardner Minshew. And, uh, again, that this brings up what I think we mentioned at the top of the show. I think Eagles fans have gotten spoiled over the years with how well their backup quarterbacks have played, even to the point where, in 2002, the third-string guy came in and they kept winning games. If the Eagles have to play Ian Book, they're in deep doggy doo-doo. Of all of the calls I anticipated to get today and all of the names that we might be talking about on the roster, I think Ian Book would have been – would not have cracked the top 100. He would have been – I think he would have been behind some guys who don't play anymore but just happened to be, you know, part of the Eagles' giant rivalry. Hey, yeah. we were Clyde Simmons in here. We Clyde were. Simmons is we more were. relevant than Ian Book. If we get Reggie Brown and, uh, you know, uh, Juquay Parker in here, then we're really uh, digging deep. 215-592-9494. We'll take your calls coming up with Mike Sealski. I'm Glenn Mack now on 94W. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. 
Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, what we're watching is sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Window's big winter sale through the month of January. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit them at go-g-u-i-d-a.com. I don't want to spend a lot of time because it's, you know, we got pressing Eagles business. So yes, I don't want to get do. too sidetracked by TV. But I will just quickly tell you that I checked out uh, this week Season 2, Episode 1 of Your Honor, on Showtime, which is the great show starring Brian Cranston uh, as a judge in New Orleans who happens to have things go very, very wrong for him. Um, I loved season one. It's funny. I was talking with our producer, Kyle, during the mm-hmm. break. He hasn't watched it. He said he, he saw it, got some bad reviews on Rotten Tomato. Wow. I thought season one was a terrific show, and episode one of season two picked right up. Um, it's on Showtime. If you don't get Showtime... You know what? Get it like for a month and watch this, and there are a couple other shows, and then and then get rid of it. Um, I think Succession is on Showtime, so you should watch that. But um, I did you? Are you a guy you watch Your Honor? I do not. I don't okay. have Showtime. Um, I, you know. You know what? You've recommended you, spend like twelve bucks. But, but here's the thing, Glenn. You've recommended this before. We're like get the get the channel or the yeah. streaming service for a month and then cancel exactly. it. I, I am so absent-minded that I yeah. will forget which ones I have and which ones I don't and which ones I should have canceled and which ones I haven't. Uh, point taken, because I think I currently subscribed to about six. But yes. Okay. One other TV thing I want to talk about is let's talk about the broadcasters. Okay. Uh, and we'll go with the – I'll give you the lineups today and tomorrow for the games. It's going to be just a fun smorgasbord of watching <laughs> football so we start with Jackson at Kansas, Jacksonville at Kansas City, NBC 4.30 today. Mike Tirico, Chris Collingsworth on TV. Your review of that squad. I like Tirico a lot. Uh, I think he's really good. I think he knows when to talk and when not to talk, and that is uh, an underrated skill in a play-by-play guy, uh, but one that I think we're all kind of aware of and, and make notes of when somebody fails at it, and I'm going to mention somebody in a second who fails at it miserably. Uh, Collinsworth, I could take or leave, to be honest. I think he's too much the kind of thing anymore. I'm, I'm getting a little tired of him. I think Collinsworth is very smart. I hear your point on him. My other thing with Collinsworth is I think sometimes he roots for a particular narrative. Let's go back to Super Bowl 52, where it became clear that he got caught up in the Tom Brady is going to have this amazing comeback. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, and I'm not saying this just as an Eagles fan, uh, because I know that a lot of people who are not kind of concluded, he was rooting for Brady to win that game. And if you are an Eagles fan, you have every reason to not be happy with that. By the way, on radio calling this game is Kevin Harlan and Trent Green. Kevin Harlan, to me, may be the best play-by-play guy 
anywhere. I, I'm a big Harlan guy, and I will say this to your point about Collinsworth and Super Bowl 52. If you, if anyone listening is near Google, look up an article, a piece that a guy named Dan McQuaid, a Philadelphia native and a terrific writer, wrote yeah. about the sound that Collinsworth made on the telecast yeah. when Brandon Graham forced the fumble on Brady. That blah, that he makes. It yeah. is hilarious. It is so true. And, you know, if you get a chance to read that piece, you should. Good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Eagles-Giants tonight. If you're staying home to watch it, you got Joe Davis, the home run of his life. Mm-hmm. Wait, was that the line? Yeah, the swing okay. of his life swing of Bryce his life. Harper. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and Moose Johnston, uh, Pam Oliver, and Christina Pink on the sidelines. I- I'll pl- ask you to speak at length, but... I'm fine with those guys. I think those guys are good. They're fine. Uh, Pam Oliver, total pro. Uh, you know, love seeing her on games just because she's been around forever. And and doing that job, which can be a challenging job at the highest level, big fan of Pam Oliver. Uh, Davis and, and Moose, I can take or leave. I think Davis tends to be a little canned sometimes. Um, but he's a young guy. He's in his middle. The pass late... of his life. Yeah, it's, it's the catch of his life. Yeah, it, it just. <laughs> uh, but he's in his mid to late thirties, so there's room for him to to grow and get better. And I think he's he's pretty good now. I just I find him a little canned at okay. times. Okay, and I I like Moose. I am inclined to sometimes not like ex Cowboys. I think Moose Johnson's fine. Uh, by the way, doing radio uh, on that Kevin Kugler and Ross Tucker. Oh, perfect. So Ross is going to be at the uh, Countdown to Kickoff show that we are doing tonight from 5 to 6 with me and Dave Spadaro and then run upstairs and do this thing. So, love. And by the way, Ross isn't done. We'll get to that later. Because tomorrow, uh, 3 o'clock on CBS, Cincinnati at Buffalo, Jim Nance on the play-by-play, Tracy Wolfson on the sidelines, and Tony Romo as the color man. I'll put down the mic and allow you to speak at length. I have to be honest here, Glenn. Jim Nance and Tony Romo uh, form one of my least favorite broadcasting tandems in professional sports. I think Jim Nance, you know, I, I use the word canned with respect to Joe Davis. I feel that Jim Nance has become totally canned. The the hello friends, the the just the way that he delivers a game or calls a game now, I find grating. And Tony Romo does not know when to be quiet. I caught the, and I think you did too, the opening kickoff of uh, the Bills-Patriots game after DeMar Hamlin had suffered uh, cardiac arrest in the field. Very emotional moment. Mm-hmm. And the Bills, yeah. you know, Naheem Hines returns the kickoff for a touchdown. And, and it was such an emotional moment and such an incredible moment that it called for the broadcasters to just be quiet and soak in that moment and Tony Romo talked all over it. He would not shut up. And it was basic color commentary. Just be quiet. No one wants to hear from you right now. And he, he couldn't do it. The whole predicting what play is coming next has lost its luster. And I am not a fan of that broadcasting team at all. Tony Romo's ability to predict plays was kind of cool and different and extremely accurate and impressive. And he has now gotten to the point where I think he's a caricature and just makes ridiculous noise. Oh, look at this. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And and he, 
is more detrimental than positive, and I didn't like him as a player, and I don't like him as a broadcaster. And so, by the way, I said that they're, they're on TV. On the radio is Ian Eagle and, and uh, our old pal Mike Mayock and the reporter Ross Tucker. So Ross is calling the Ross is doing the pregame with us tonight, then calling the game on the sidelines tonight, and then driving. I talked to him. He's going to drive to, I think, Brockport or Corning after the game tonight, stay overnight, wake up, and finish the drive to Buffalo. Ross is a he's a monster. He's a, he's a machine, and you know what, Glenn? I'm looking forward to seeing him tonight. I hope not to talk football, but to talk food and beer. Because uh, if you follow Ross oh, yeah, on Twitter, uh, he does his tuck spreads thing, where he does a camera shot of what the is being served in the press box, and he's always tweeting about the beers that he's drinking and things like that. Just a good guy and really good at his job. Yeah, he puts a lot of pressure on the team to put out pretty good food. He does. So hopefully, he does work tonight because. I'm going to be down there all night, so I wouldn't mind eating something. Uh, and then the wrap-up tomorrow night on Fox, 6.30, primetime again, and understandably, it's a compelling game. Uh, Dallas at San Francisco, Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson, kind of the newcomer to the group uh, on the on the play, and Aaron Andrews and Tom Rinaldi on the sidelines. Uh, I think Burkhardt's a pro. I think Olsen's got a way to go, but I find him pleasant to listen to and think that he will become better with the job. Yeah, I think you nailed it there. First of all, Kevin Burkhardt is a, is a really good friend of mine. I got to know him when I was covering the Mets up in New York, and he was working for SNY, uh, covering oh. the team as well. Uh, and I would be saying this if he weren't my friend. I think he's really good at his job. I think he's very easy to take and smart, uh, allows the game to kind of carry the action and puts himself in there when he needs to. I think you're 100% right about Greg Olson. I think he's pretty good and he's going to get better. Uh, And I'm a big believer in just, you know, a play-by-play guy and an analyst should augment what I'm watching. They should not become the reason necessarily that I watch. And I think those two guys do that pretty well. And there you go. And there's the lineup for the weekend. And, uh, man, it should be a lot of fun. What time are you headed down to the game? Well, I'm actually, uh, I'll probably get there probably around 4 o'clock or so, I think. Okay, yeah. so you'll be able to sit around and watch some of the Yeah, of the that's first my plan, today. yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I'm lucky, yeah. too. I don't have to, um, I don't think I have to write a column for the buzzer tonight. I think my, my colleague and our colleague here at WIP, Marcus Hayes, has that responsibility tonight, so I have the... Uh, the time to be able to go down to the locker room and stay really late and, oh, nice. and write something. So that's good. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, for people who don't know, writing, running is a very tough challenge for the beat guy as the game is going mm-hmm. on, a late game like that. Uh, and being the guy who has to file the first column, you you tonight get a little bit of a of an advantage to let the words flow. Let it all just kind of marinate in yeah, my writing mind, go. Glenn. Yeah. Yep, there you go, Ray. You can be like Ray. You can get locked in the press box in the middle of <laughs> <laughs> Which happened to him more than once. I know, I know. He's told that story about the uh, Bears Patriots Super Bowl. Oh well, that one. But I'll just tell this one real fast. It was Giants. It was a Giants Eagle game, a Giants Stadium, mm-hmm. and he was in so late that he got locked in, had to oh, climb man. over whatever wall or fence or whatever. <laughs> uh, finally, had a guard let him out. Gets to his car. It's kind of snowing, sleeting. Mm-hmm. His and- car. Yeah. The, the windshield's broken, I think, right? That's it. The yeah. windshield is broken because he realized he parked with Pennsylvania plates right in the middle of a Giants tailgate zone. <laughs> so he has to drive home at 2 in the morning with the windshield completely shattered and out. Not like cracked, but like gone, you know? Oh, and man. He has to brush the glass pieces off of the car seat before he drives. And he drives, 
and for whatever reason it starts leading, he instinctively puts on the wipers. <laughs> There's no windshield. There's just wipers. So he's coming home, and he gets to the Ben Franklin Bridge, and he goes to the toll, <laughs> and the guy you know, goes to take his dollar, and the guy says, you know, your windshield's out. Did, did the guy guess that when Ray reached through the windshield to hand him the dollar? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories. That's great. That's All great. right, let's get uh, – oh, it's our friend Jerry – Hopefully on the road right now in the semi. Jerry, are you are you moving right now? Well, I'm I'm, I'm getting ready to be on the move. Okay. But you know, you got I got to start the call off with this, the fellas. There it is. There it is. Wow. The call to action. Okay, so I got a couple quick things. I'm not. I, I won tickets to the game on Angelo's show on Tuesday, but I can't go. Oh no. So ah. Yeah, because, you know, I'm on the road, you know, I'm a working man, but my son and his mother are going to the game, so... Sweet! They're all... Yeah. Yeah, they're going to the game, so they're all stoked up. My son is, because he's 19, he's never been to a playoff game. I think he's only been to one Eagles game. So they're just, like, you know, all ecstatic about going to the game. They should be. They should be. It's going to be a heck of an atmosphere, and, you know... I, I think Glenn and I have said throughout the show, Jerry, we think the Eagles should will win and should win. Yeah, they're going up with they're going to actually go and hang with one of my son's friends' families who don't have tickets to the game, but they're just going up the tailgate. And they those people are going to Xfinity while my son and his mom are going to the game, which is kind of funny to me. I always <laughs> uh, so wait before we let you go because we got to hit a break. Give us your prediction. Yeah. Uh, the, the Eagles are going. To, Eagles are going to win by at least ten. Um, there you go. So. I'll take um, that. Check, yeah. check, check out American Vandal on Netflix. It's pretty cool. You'll like it. I'm not going to tell right. you anything about but check it out. So I'll, I'll let you guys go. I'm going to give you one more for the road. There you go. <laughs> That's our guy. For- there you go. Uh, American Vandal on Netflix. I'm always looking for a good show. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm not familiar with that one, but I do have Netflix. I have not canceled it. I did not sign up for it and then forget to cancel it. I have Netflix all the time. So I, I honestly, my wife's been looking at our bills and you know and mm-hmm. stuff and uh, kind of a new year. What what are we doing? And I think she said to me the other day, you know, we get seven streaming services. Wow. And I said, yeah, but I can write it off. She said. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah, Hell, not, not not enough to make up for. No, that's not you doing know. it. Hulu, out of here. You no, know. Oh, no, not that one. Apple TV. That, that, that's the thing. So she starts to go through, and she's like, I don't know if we, you know, how much do we watch on Hulu? I go, like, are you kidding me? And I rattle off, like, three shows. Like, all right, well, maybe we can get rid of HBO. I go, HBO? What? <laughs> you're like the guy who. Like my children. All yeah, you're like the guy who, uh, you know, collects all his, uh, what is it, you know, like toys or something like that from his childhood. And the wife is like, you know, we got to throw these away. No, I can't that's throw Superman. Them. Yeah. You can't throw out Superman. <laughs> that's, yes. that's G.I. Joe still in his packaging. Right. We can't throw that away. Right. By the way, do you know do, how much that's worth? I do have a Superman doll around here somewhere for my youth. Actually, that is literally true. Um, too much I, information, oh, Glenn. Too this much is what information. I. Well, that was when I. What when you were a kid? Did mm-hmm. you have like a favorite character, something TV, whatever? Oh yeah, I was a I, I was a uh, a Godzilla geek as a kid. Absolutely. Oh okay. I so love I'm, the Saturday morning the like Superman monster thing. movies. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm the weird one. <laughs> um, so this is something that I, I am always, I love these people who come to the game, but don't have a ticket and tailgate for the entire game. Mm-hmm. 
and I I will see them because there have been games where like I have to leave at halftime or something, and so I'll, you know you'll be going out, um, and they bring you know the Winnebago right. or the van, and they got the cooking stuff going, and they got the big screen TV in the parking lot, and I mean they could be watching at home, but for them, mm-hmm. even if they don't have tickets to the game, the social event is being there and you can hear the cheer from the stadium yep. and the fireworks go off when the Eagles score and they're having a blast mm-hmm. in the parking lot whatever they paid 50 bucks whatever they paid to get in the parking lot it's a huge social thing and I love those people and part of the reason I love them is sometimes when I'm walking to the stadium they'll toss me a beer or a hot dog but I I love what they stand for in fandom which is even if we're not at the stadium we're stadium adjacent and mm-hmm. we're having a great time that's not me. I, I totally appreciate where you're coming from, um, and maybe I've gotten spoiled over the years by uh, being in a press box so much, but, man, I would just stay home in the comfort of my house with the drinks there and the food there and maybe invite a few friends over. Yeah, okay. That's me. Well, there you go. 215-592-9494. We'll check in with Zach Berman at the top of the hour. Take your calls. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eagles on the season are decent on fourth down. Hurts back again. He's floating it for Devontae Smith, who makes the catch. The Giants miss, and he walks into the end zone. The Giants gambled, and Hurts went 41 yards for the touchdown, beating Darnay Holmes, who came up, flat out missed him, and trotting into the end zone was Devontae Smith. All right, that's the Jalen Hurts we want to see tonight and the Devontae Smith. That was week 14 against the Giants. By the way, coming up in just a couple minutes, a great, amazing story about what's happening to the Giants today at their hotel. We'll give you that in a minute, but as always at this time, we check in with our friends, the doctors from Cooper Bone and Joint. Dr. Mark Pollard is with us today. Doc, you all excited about the game tonight? Uh, Yes, I am. Absolutely. Good, good. So... We all know what's going on here. We all know Jalen Hurts's uh, shoulder, and uh, it's not the AC joint. It is the help me out the something C joint. Oh, the um, oh shoot, MC joint, MC joint. I think it's the SC joint. SC joint. There you go. Yeah, that's why we that's why we pay you so much money. All right, great. So 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 it has had this amount of time to heal. He played in the game two weeks ago. They've been kind of babying it a little bit. When you are watching the game tonight, being the medical professional that you are, what are you going to be looking for? What should fans look for to 
either put their mind at ease or cause them some concern? Uh, probably to see how he's moving out there and moving the arm. Um, if there's no hesitation, um, you know, I, I think the the injury happened in the Chicago game, if I remember correctly. Um, yes. And he and he played with it, and you could tell something was a little bit different with his his mechanics and his motion. And so, you know, that would be the big thing is like you know his, his mechanics and his throwing motion. You know, it'll be to me it'll be interesting interesting to see how much they actually have him run with the ball and put himself you know, in position to get hit. You know, if he leads with that shoulder, if you notice that he constantly spins the other shoulder around to lead with that, you know, that'll give some indication of how it's feeling to him. Well, doctor, that kind of segues into the question I wanted to ask, which is, is it that Hertz can't take any hit? Is it there's, there's a certain kind of way that he could get hit that would injure the shoulder more like can he you know should he avoid landing on it what happens if he just gets tackled is there any way to know those kinds of things yeah with any kind of uh, problem or injury to the collarbone and the joints at either side of it you know the more common ac joint which is injured more commonly or the uh, sc joint which is you know between the collarbone and the sternum is much less commonly injured but the way that you injure that part of the body most of the time is actually landing directly on the shoulder, the side of the shoulder. You know, the classic injury is, you know, like a, a quarterback getting sacked or tackled with his arm being held against his body because he can't put his arm out to catch himself. Well, that is what we'll be looking for tonight. Hopefully, presumably, we are optimistic that he is in great shape and that the Eagles win going away. And then when we talk to you next, we'll be talking about a team advancing to the Super Bowl Hopefully with no injuries. That's the thing. We love talking to you. It's just the injury part that makes us a little upset. But It'd be better to have nothing to talk about. Uh, that is correct, <laughs> but you know we'll have you anyway. Yeah. All right, what's your prediction okay. for tonight, Doctor? In a, a, with your medical expertise, what's the prediction on the game? Um, it's probably not going to be a super high-scoring affair, so I would prognosticate 24-10 Eagles. I'll take that. All right. Dr. Mark Pollard, thank you so much. Thanks, Doctor. Right, there you go. Um, so, interesting thing going on at the Giants Hotel. What do you know? Yeah, so Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants for ESPN, just tweeted this out. That the Giants team hotel in Center City has no water, per sources. There's a busted <laughs> pipe. No showers this morning. According to Jordan, they're working on fixing it. Uh, take your time. Yeah. <laughs> Do we do we know that do we know that Eskin didn't drive straight uh, from the Borgata to Center City? <laughs> I don't know. I love that story because, of course, it's going. The narrative is going to be that it's an Eagles failure. Call your get get Steve Politi back on it. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Because it's, it's his narrative that like we busted a pipe and so on. Yeah, yeah um, you know who knows? Oh, maybe an enthusiastic uh, Eagles fan. You know, right? Nobody can wash. Nobody can shave. Right. We're going to find a bathroom and a flush somewhere. If, uh, if the Giants can't outplay the Eagles, they're going to hygiene them to oh, death or something. That, I see, I, but a story, I love a story like that, and as far-fetched as it is, do you know um, there was a long time, I remember Warren Sapp, when he was playing, mm -hmm. would not eat, would not order room service, I think, on the road mm. because he was convinced, and I think he thought it happened here in Philadelphia, that... Somebody one time, someplace intentionally gave him food poisoning. Wow. Not sure how you would do that. And he got really sick on a game day, tracing it back to a meal 
he had had at a team hotel. Um, and I'm sure that players sometimes worry about stuff like that. Yeah, look, there so many athletes are so routine oriented that they don't want any kind of break from you know what they do before every single game. And here it is. I actually just called up the story. I was able to find it. An Associated Press story from 2006. Warren Sapp is a very picky eater. He refuses to eat out on team trips for fear of getting sick. And he's not talking about the rare case of food poisoning. He insisted that his food was tampered with during his nine-year tenure with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from 1995 to 2003. And yeah. he mentioned specifically before the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia at the end of the 2002 season. There you go. So yeah. if anybody did that, they did a really lousy job of hampering Warren Sapp yeah, they, before that game. That's, that's true. <laughs> Should have put a little more effort into right, that, for exactly. God's sake. Holy well, cow. here's hoping that the Giants don't get water, that the electricity goes out. I'm not sure what hotel they're staying at. Sure, it's a first-rate hotel, but nonetheless, it wouldn't bother me if things don't go their way there. I just don't want them to be smelly when I have to go in the locker room and interview them. Uh, oh, yeah, because <laughs> playing three hours of football, that's, that's, that'll have no consequence. I have certain standards, Glenn. Oh, man, those <laughs> locker rooms after you. Oof. Although, you know the smell that always stuck with me, or sticks with me? I don't go in the locker rooms a whole lot anymore, thank goodness, but the, is the liniment. Yeah, there's that. That's the, that's the one. Uh, to me, the, to me, um, hockey locker rooms are the worst because the padding, particularly oh, the goaltenders' padding, gets so rancid. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I those are played bad. hockey up until my 40s, and my son played hockey. He actually still does now in his 30s. But we used to have you know the bag of pads that my wife would just not let in the house. Mm-hmm. Right? You cannot bring the equipment bag in the house. So the equipment bag lived in the garage, and when, when you would open the back door from the house to the garage, any like within a week of game time, you would just get the whip. Yeah, I, I had, nothing smells worse than hockey. Pads. No, you're right. My uh, one of my best friends and a roommate of mine, uh, my senior year of college, uh, played on the hockey team uh, at LaSalle, and he would throw his hockey bag in the closet downstairs, and that th- it was like that thing was alive. It would pulsate. <laughs> With odor, it was just you know. Yeah. I think Dry this hockey is, sweat is the, is the worst. Oh, uh, I think this is the most aromatic segment uh, in WIP yeah, history. Uh, let me, I got to finish up with something else. Let's get okay. Mitch here and get Mitch's thoughts on the game tonight. Okay. What are you thinking, Mitch? Hey, get, get check your oh. check your phone. How you doing? Pulse here. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Mitch. How you doing? All right. Um, my first of all, my thoughts and prayers for Jerry Blavin's family. Known him for years, a customer of ours, but a great guy. We come in the shop. I'm glad you Just, brought him up. I was going to mention him later. I'll, I'll actually bring it up later. But yes, all sympathies to his family and what unreal. what an amazing career uh, and uh, yeah. a very very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Such a nice guy. And uh, you know, I'm in the hospital for a couple of days for a tune-up, and who walks in the doors? With the great Ginger book, so. Uh, Mitch, you're, I'm afraid to say that your phone has kind of failed us here. If you want to call back in the 12 o'clock hour, you can, but we're not. We're hearing like one out of every four words. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hope you are well. All right, coming up uh, in the 12 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to Zach Berman of The Athletic, get his take, and we look forward to your calls at 215-592-9494. He's Mike Sealski. I'm Glenn Mack. Now it's Eagles game day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.